Hello, and welcome to the Alt Left. Welcome back, everyone, to the Alt Left. This is episode 92, and uh, it's going to be a bit of a special one. Uh, Matt is taking a quick hiatus because of work and the holidays. Uh, Dr. Reverend, the Reverend Dr. K is not here either. Uh, there's a lot going on. Um, but I am here because I have no life. And, uh, with me is, uh, Jordan from the 805 podcast as well. Uh, friend of the show. Say what's up, man. Hey guys. It's, it's awesome to be here. Thanks so much for having me on, Chris. And in case you're listening to this on Jordan's Twitter, I'm a guest for Jordan at the 805 podcast from the all left. <laughs> Hell yeah. Love you guys. So we're uh, we're post uh, we're post election, and uh, turns out the Dems did okay. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, they they eked by, they uh, they just squeaked by. It was um it was definitely a blue tsunami. Like everybody was yeah. talking about, right? <laughs> and then we'll talk about we'll talk about the opposite half of that too, and how how comical of it, of a fact it was that there was no red wave either, and how republicans just <laughs> were whining and crying about it well it's all part of the game you know like i mean that's kind of the thing is is the is, is by i mean because you, you heard mitch mcconnell come out and he was like when they were talking about the midterms he's like yes there's, that's the reason i should be leading the parties because i'm the only one who didn't say there was going to be a red wave i knew there wasn't going to be a red wave like he predicted accurately whereas every other pundit and you know bullshit artists like matt gates and those out there were constantly swooning over this red wave that wasn't gonna actually manifest and i mean there is there's precedent for it right like i mean the fact is they the republicans should have kicked ass they're two years into an incumbent president the opposition always does really well like they should have taken both houses like if, if things went according to normal plan i didn't know if they were going to i knew i i am actually still surprised at how poorly they did I thought they were going to do better than they did. I didn't think it was going to be this giant red wave. Like the problem is, is, is the GOP is so the GOP is so ridiculously out of touch and unpopular. They make the Democrats seem like a viable option. Oh, I know. What do you make of um, uh, Nancy Pelosi stepping down and Hakeem Jeffries um, likely taking over? I mean, I actually don't know much about Hakeem Jeffries. I mean, he's a capitalist. Well, I'll tell you that's this. about it. <laughs> He really hates the left. Yeah. and that, But that's who we're always going to get. Like, that's the thing is you're never going to see even a left-leaning liberal take power in the DNC. Like, you're not even going to see, like, again, like, people like Rashida Tlaib, AOC, Ilian Omar. These are people I hold up as my favorite Democrats, and that's like saying my favorite turds in the bowl. Like, these aren't people I admire or think are amazing. They're people I'm willing to settle for in positions of power, right? Right. Like, these are people who I am willing to give a vote to for damage control. Right. But the DNC isn't even interested in that. No, but the squad is exactly who like he's talking about when he says that I, you know, I don't want anything to do with the democratic socialist wave of the party. Because he he's well aware of the split in the Democratic Party between people like the squad and then people like establishment corporate Democrats. He's well aware of that. And so he's just continuing Nancy Pelosi's bullshit legacy. 
Yeah, that's exactly what he's doing. In fact, he's even worse because at least Nancy Pelosi gave lip service, right? Like she was clearly an enemy of everyone on the squad, but at least she was like, oh, I'm so excited that young people are here and blah, blah, blah. You know, she kind of did that like, hello, fellow children. You know, she, she pulled a Clinton where it was very obviously horseshit. But at least she paid lip service so that Democrats could sleep at night. And this guy's not even doing that because as the Republican Party shifts to the right, it allows the Democratic Party to shift to the right and still be the opposition to it. Um, so, yeah, is it great that Nancy Pelosi's, you know, not going to seek power as leader of the party anymore? Sure. But I'm, I'm not surprised that it's going to be someone even further right to her because that's what they're going to do. What about the uh, the runoff election that's going to be happening in Georgia between Warnock and Herschel Walker? I mean, yeah, the fact that that was that close and we're having a runoff election, like, what the fuck? Well, it's only going to give more fire to the the far right and their election denial claims. Really, you're right. Like that's one of the reasons I think they pushed so hard for the red wave, the big red wave, the red fucking tsunami. You're all going to die. Jesus Christ is going to come back and, you know, fucking eat libs. Like that's what we were promised because then when that doesn't manifest, you can be like, see, we knew that was what was supposed to happen, but look, they frauded us. Like it just makes it that much easier for delusional people to assume fraud. If they make their claims that much bigger. Uh, you, you guarantee anything short of outright total yeah. victory is 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 fuel for conspiracy theory nonsense. Yeah, I would agree. Wh- what do you make of the election results? Um, I mean, they're all over the place. I mean, and it, it's it's one of those. I was I, I follow. You know, this is where like you know I was able to be allies with libs for a minute where they're like oh yeah fucking fuck the republicans then it's like the democrats win everyone's like yay and i'm just i'm not happy about it like if anything and 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 this is again an unpopular opinion if anything this has only made things worse uh because with the gop winning things right it really displays how ugly and awful the far right is. And it kicks off people being willing to oppose it. Like, can you remember a time in our lifetimes? Like, yes, there are times in history, like the civil rights movement, but like in our lifetimes, there was no better time for mass activism than when Donald Trump was in office. You know, and I told people, like, when he was running against Biden, it was like, oh, Biden's going to win. I was like, you watch. when, And I said this on the podcast. People can go back and listen. When Biden's in office, everyone's going to shut the fuck up and go back home. Nothing's going to get accomplished. And here we are. No one fucking cares. There's no mass protests in the street. There's no mass labor strikes. There's no fucking, no, one throw, no one's throwing rocks at cops. Like, nothing's happening. Nothing. No. The biggest protests in the world that are happening right now are in the most authoritarian regimes. They're in China uh-huh. and in Iran. Yeah, like look at Iran. You think? Do you think if moderation was winning the day, that people would be willing to risk their lives against the the morality police in Iran? No, people are willing to get hardcore because the oppression is hardcore, and with the Democrats, the oppression is almost palatable, right? It's sure we're still blowing up people in Yemen. Sure, Joe Biden killed more children in Afghanistan than George Bush did. And Barack Obama combined because he starved children by pulling all the money out of the country. Like, sure, you know, we have a a credible rapist in office again. At least he's not mean on Twitter. You know, like, that's what we're getting. It's like, again, I've said this on the cast a million times. 
fucking Donald Trump was a better COVID president than than Biden ever was. The handful of decent things the Trump administration did, and it is only a handful, he walked back. Like, Trump dumped money into putting out a COVID vaccine. Yeah. Joe Biden refused to make it available to the world, you know, so that Pfizer could profit from it, even though Trump publicly funded it. Uh, Trump put out, you know, fucking stimulus money to help people get through. Biden completely cut it off. Like, every again, the handful of couple things he did, Biden pulled back. Like, he's done nothing. He hasn't given a shit. All he's wanted to do is open up and get people killed. He, he hasn't done shit about war. The only war he helped pull out from was Afghanistan, which Trump kicked off. And then when he did it, he did it in the most inhumane way possible, like bankrupting the nation so they would all starve in a famine. Like, he's just the fucking worst. And because he's not an outright screaming lunatic, everyone wants to get on board. They're, oh, Dark Brandon, he's so fucking cool. He's a piece of shit. He's a fucking rapey old man. He's, oh, his stimulus package to get rid of student debt. He's the reason you can't declare bankruptcy on it. Like, do you not get that? There were fucking people with signs that said, thank you, Mr. Biden, for canceling student debt. I'm like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, like he's part, he, he orchestrated it. It's like someone punching you in the face and then handing you a Band-Aid. You're like, oh my God, where would I be without you, bro? Like, Why is it every time in this country a politician like gives us the absolute bare minimum our citizens just bend over backwards and they're like, thank you so much. And I think it's just... Like, partly I think it's because we're just so fucked. Like, it's just generations of people just getting screwed over by politicians. And so we're not used to at all, like, government being able to be of service to us whatsoever. So when it finally happens, people are just like, whoa. And then otherwise, I <laughs> I, I think it's just, you know, flat out, like, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. And, but that's the thing is Joe Biden is palatable oppression. And that's that's really where it comes down to is is people will take a lot. I mean, again, look at like, I mean, look at like you know, Annabellum South, right? I mean, like, what? You know, people look at like, how come the house slaves didn't fucking revolt as much and shit like that? It's like, first of all, some did. I mean, there's it's actually really whitewashed out of history how many fucking house slaves poisoned the shit out of their fucking slave owners, but like. Also, like the head house slaves who kept everyone else in line, it's like, yeah, because their oppression was palatable. They were given comfort. They were given uh, privileges. They were given better food. They were given nicer clothes. They were given the ability to learn things. Like, so therefore, even though they were fucking slaves and their lives were owned, they were able to lie to themselves and think that they had it better. You know, same as like poor whites in the South at that time. It was literally they were always being told, well, at least you're not a slave. Like, yeah, but I'm starving to death. Yes, but at least you're not black. And that's the same thing. It's that you got to look at that other. That's how Hitler rose. You know, he's like, well, as bad as it is, you know, at least we're going to make Germany great again. At least you're not one of those Jews. You're not one of those communists. You're not one of those homosexuals. Like, you can always find an other to compare your chosen people to. And that brings comfort and you can if you make oppression slightly even just the slightest bit palatable people will suck it up and take it people want comfort and and it makes sense you know we're mammals man i mean we evolved out of caves and we want to seek pleasure and avoid pain it makes sense and and i get why people aren't willing to risk things and risk livelihoods because it's not that bad and the idea of like well if i go out and do this thing i could go to jail I get trouble, I get shot, I get injured, I get hurt, and none of those things will happen to me if I stay home. 
and, and it's human and I get it. I don't even hate people for it. Like I totally get it. Like Makes sense. I'm one of the nut jobs who doesn't agree with that. But like I recognize that I am in the vast minority. But by keeping Democrats in power, that's what we get is we 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 season our oppression to our liking. And so it doesn't taste as bitter in our mouths anymore. And so when I see Democrats have these sweeping victories, I'm not filled with joy at all because all you've done is delay the inevitable, right? All you've done is slow down the march towards any kind of actual leftist revolution we could possibly have in this country, whether violent or political or cultural or any kind. Again, I'm not even talking about it has to involve guns. It will. But if it even if it didn't, like a cultural revolution would be amazing. Can you imagine if American workers actually achieved class consciousness, like what's going on at Starbucks? Can you imagine if that was across the board in all American workforces? Shit would change overnight dude that i want fucking twitter workers right now to start a union yes like yeah things we look at what elon musk is doing and like no one is like thinking about unionizing or like that class consciousness of that business they're just like oh stupid ass elon ha ha and it's like don't get me wrong i'm here to laugh at elon fuck that guy but let's also think of the people who have like how many thousands of people are losing their livelihoods because of this and with no safety net he just he just fucking sends an email, his first email, um, no remote work. Yep. And he was firing people with a meme. Like literally, he was having HR send them a meme of his face laughing, saying you're fired. To all the people he laid off. It was just like and it was like people like who weren't even pissing him off. He just wanted to be a prick because he's just a fucking selfish little boy. That's all he's ever been. He is a nine-year-old with his daddy's money. It's all he is. And he's a petty bitch. But anyway, back to the topic, the Democrats winning doesn't bring me joy for that reason, because it is only prolonging the inevitable. And one could say, well, isn't that a good thing? Don't we want to slow down where people could get hurt? But it's like, that's a very privileged white idea, right? Like to say like, well, slowing down the inevitable is a good thing because then people hurt. It's like, well, then who are people to you? Because people of color are being hurt. Queer people are being hurt. Women are being hurt. Poor people are being hurt. The unhoused are being hurt. Immigrants are being hurt. The only people who aren't being hurt are people who look like you and me, Jordan. Yep. And so that privileged stance of, well, we want to slow it down. No, we fucking don't because there's people, there's fucking black people dying in prison over shit that Joe Biden put them in for. You know, Kamala Harris loves killing trans people in prison. She thinks that's fucking great. That's who we have as a VP. You know what one of my favorite terms is? Uh, progressive prosecutor. Ooh, I love that. That's fantastic. <laughs> Vegetarian <laughs> alligator. Yeah, what a paradox, right? Progressive prosecutor. God, that's, that has got not all cops mentality. That is just disgusting. I might do a whole podcast episode on that. Oh, you should. Invite me on for that one. I want to be part of that fucking panel. No, but going back to Biden and Trump, something that I was thinking about, too, is Trump is going to run again, right, in 2024. I think he's going to run on stopping the money train to Ukraine. And I, my, uh, you know, our good friend, Pat. Oh, that's going to be hard for the broken clock twice a day thing, man. Our, our, good friend, our good friend, Pat, from Trickle Down Socialism, actually tweeted about that. And he was like, fuck, I, I hate that. I like that idea. Like I don't agree with Trump, but I'd like that he's he's he would run on that, you know, because that's a that would be a popular thing to do. It's a good, okay, and of course, can, I mean, I'm sure you've heard about uh, you know, the missile, and now it's suddenly getting out of the news again. You know, oh, uh, a fucking a fucking Russian missile goes into Poland, and Biden's like, oh, I gotta call an emergency NATO meeting. Finally, we go to war, and it's like, oh, the the missile was probably fired from the Ukrainians. 
all right, let's all just shut up. And it was like, there was even like, they were even showing on the news, like the fucking secretary general of the UN saying like, you know, it's like when the Russian missiles, like, well, a Russian missile fired and killed civilians. This is a war crime. This can't be allowed no matter what the cause. And then Ukraine, it turns out to Ukraine and goes, well, the Russians are still to blame because they started the war. It's like, it's so, it's such obvious fucking propaganda. And it's like, we've already forgotten that. Remember the train station that the Russians blew up? The train station, this, it was a subway station or a train station that was being used as a shelter. And the Russians blew it up. And it was, all oh, a big war crime. This is going to get NATO. And there's, oh, no, the Ukrainians actually blew it up. And then all of a sudden, everyone shut the fuck up and moved on. <laughs> it's like, it, it's just insane. All these memes that were going around from the hurricane victims in Florida. They were like, can we just change the name of the hurricane from Ian to Ukraine so that we can get some aid? Yeah, we got billions for the war machine in Ukraine. Nothing for people in the South who were affected. It just blows me away. I just, I just, I don't even, I don't know what to say. Like, it's just anytime I see, and I see, again, we're here to dunk on libs today. It's the most ridiculous lib movement. Liberals will be the first ones to say, I'm anti-war, I'm anti-imperialism, blah, blah, blah. And then they're fucking holding up Ukrainian flags and screaming death to Russians. Like, it's, you know, pro-NATO. It makes absolutely no sense. It, it, it's such a contradiction. This is why I fucking hate liberals. I argue with liberals far more than I do with conservatives. Well, yeah, because conservatives don't expect you to be on their side. <laughs> right. Like, it doesn't take very long at all, you know, for somebody on the right to figure out, oh, fuck, we don't agree on anything. But somebody, somebody that's more like a, a mainstream Democrat or a liberal, like you'll be able to talk to them longer, but then you'll have severe disagreements on specific policies and then you'll just want to rip your hair out of your head. Yeah, cool, because that's what it comes down to is you'll get a right winger, you know, and they'll sit there and, and, and tell you how, you know, I, I just think we should kill all the gay people, you know, and you're like, oh, I, I think that's a terrible idea. I think you're far more likely to get hurt in church. And they'll be like, oh, well, this is terrible. Bye. And 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 you're just a sheeple and fuck you. And, and then the conversation's over, right? Whereas with a liberal, they'll be like, yeah, you're right. Gay brunch is awesome. But anyway, let's kill people in Ukraine. <laughs> Why aren't you on board with this? Liberals will be the first ones to proclaim peace and then in the same breath defend vicious imperialism. Yeah, there's, there's an, I forgot who said it. It's an old, it's a, not an old saying, but it's something I read a while ago and it's always rung true with the difference of conservatives and liberals is that, you know, a conservative wants a homeless gay person to die because they're gay and a liberal wants a homeless gay person to die because they're homeless. And that's the difference. You know, it's that, it's that meme of Pete Buttigieg is this rainbow painted anti-homeless rock. <laughs> Speaking of uh, rich pieces of shits, I heard that uh, Rick Caruso lost in L.A. He did. Uh, so for those of you who aren't in uh, California, especially Los Angeles, um, which Jordan's not, but I am, uh, but he's in the neighboring county, so it still hit his radar. Uh, in Los Angeles, we had a, uh, a race for mayor. And there was a guy named Caruso, and he's been a Democrat for like 10 minutes. Uh, he's been a lifelong Republican. He's a billionaire. And he spent, God, what, it was something like, what was it? it was almost, it was just shy of $200 million on advertising um, yeah. of his they own money. Up. They fucked on Yeah. And, and it was funny. His ads were hilarious because he kept trying to like, 
appeal to Democrats without actually promising anything. One of these things was like, one of the things I'm going to do with is deal with the homeless problem in Los Angeles. And then he just moved on. It was like, by feeding people or mulching them? Like, which one is it going to be, dude? <laughs> like, it's just never an answer. It's just like, it'll be dealt with. And it's like, that's vague and and a little terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, that didn't happen. Yeah, but he, he lost barely. And he, he, he did not lose. And, and the, the actual Lib won. So there's that, I guess. But again, what do we get? So great. We have a Democratic mayor in Los Angeles, a city with the, with the highest homeless population in the country, right? California has the highest population. L.A. has the highest homeless population in California. And what are the Democrats going to do about it? Because they haven't done shit. Like We love to blame Reagan for it, and rightfully so, because fuck Ronald Reagan. And if something's wrong, it's probably Reagan's fault. But what have the Democrats done since? You know, it's the same thing with the Roe v. Wade thing. It's like, yeah, the Supreme Court tore down Roe v. Wade, and that's horseshit, and that's awful, and that's terrible. But where the fuck have the Democrats been? They've been holding, I mean, God, during the Clinton years, they held all three branches of government. <laughs> what are we going to do? We don't have the votes. Yeah, like, they held all three branches of government and refused to codify a woman's right to be a human being. Nope, because... Like, they couldn't even grow the balls to say women have rights over their bodies. No, because it's an election tool. Exactly. Exactly. It's a fundraising tool and an election tool. And they were more than happy to gamble 51% of the population's right to body autonomy and hold it as a carrot just so they could fight Republicans on it. And the GOP is the same way. Like, I actually think a lot of GOP people um, are going to be, well, no, this is a win. Actually, I'm going to take that back because this is a win for the GOP because they can say they've won it. And now they're going to fundraise on, we got to keep it because the Democrats are coming for it. And then if they actually, if Roe v. Wade becomes law again, um, one day, who knows, then they'll be able to say, look, the fucking woke agenda is coming for, I don't know, you're right to not have a baby. I mean, let's be fair. These are Christian nationalists. And their entire religion is based around sexual assault. You know, I mean, I mean, literally, I mean, read the Bible. It's basically an angel shows up and was like, good news. You're carrying a child without your consent. And slavery is in the Bible. Incest is in the Bible. Slavery is in the Bible. And the Bible literally tells you how much you can sell your daughter for. It tells you when you're allowed to bang your slaves. The Bible justifies fucking anything. It is one of the worst and most disgusting books ever written. I've read it multiple times, cover to cover. It is a horrifying read. There's like four books right in the middle about this groovy carpenter that shows up. And he's like, hey, maybe don't be a dick. And then they nail him to a cross and start being a dick again. That's it. That, there's your Bible. God's a prick all the time. Then this cool guy shows up. Then he dies and everyone's a prick again. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's the Bible. Yep. Or you can go with the Torah and, and leave out the New Testament and just God's a dick, but one day it'll be better. <laughs> or you can go with uh, the Quran. God was a dick. Then this guy came along, but he wasn't actually the son of God. But listen to me, because I'm a dick too. <laughs> like, it's just there is no Western theology that isn't just absolutely rooted in awfulness. Yeah, yeah. 
but yeah, the the Democrats and the liberals will always. I mean, again, it's it's a point I like to point. Out. I was I was actually talking with a couple of libs at work the other day. You know, we were talking about like, well, I just don't condone violence and this kind of thing, blah blah. And I was like, yeah, and you fucking tree huggers were around, and liberals were in power when Germany fell to Nazis. Because liberals were crying about freedom of speech and embracing all points of view and, you know, we got to get out of this crisis no matter what and we'll listen to anyone. Like, you know, it was all these liberal mentalities. That's what that's what created Nazi Germany. Yeah. I mean, Max warned explicitly about the white liberal. Yeah. So did Martin Luther King. Yep. They both did. I mean, that's one of the things they agreed on was that the white liberal is more dangerous than the Klansman. Just favor civility and order over any kind of temporary disruption of the status yep. quo. Yeah, uh, yeah. X warned about they, they all they wanted was civility, and then it was uh, Martin Luther King who said the white liberal uh, will tell you they agree with you in spirit, but want your liberation to come at a more convenient time. And nothing ever changes. You know, two years ago, it's you know I was with BLM until they started breaking windows. <laughs> <laughs> God forbid there could uh, not property Dan won't somebody think of the private property no the police station yeah I mean we we literally here in Los Angeles we literally had an LAPD officer who was investigating a rape charge against other police officers get gunned down by the cops who were he was investigating during a training accident that happened last month and just, nope, out of the news, who cares, save Ukraine. Like, nobody wants to deal with the actual monster at the doorstep. Uh, it's one of the things I think the appeal of Ukraine is. I think, for liberals at least, it gets to be like this, well, yes, there is an insurrection of, of fascists, and yes, this awful shit is happening, the country's falling apart, but honestly, I'd really rather just blame it on Putin and send money. I'm tired of Ukraine and January 6th. Yeah, and it's funny, and I just, another take, a hot take I have that people don't like is to be like, well, there was an insurrection and people stormed the Capitol. It's like, I'm not opposed to that. <laughs> no, I'm opposed I to the reason. Yes, it is. I don't like who stormed the Capitol. I don't like why they did. But let me tell you something. People stormed the Capitol to demand health care for the American people. Burn that bitch down. I'm in full support. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, I, I, am, I, I am not against an insurrection. I'm against a fascist uprising. Yeah, to keep a dictatorship in power. Yeah, but let me tell you, had the January 6th event been leftists storming the Capitol to demand an end to crushing debt and health care during a pandemic, the Democrats would be just as fervently opposed to it. The, the January 6th hearings would absolutely be continuing, and they would be just as opposed to it than the Republicans. Oh, it yeah, would be the and same it would story. have been gunned down before we got within a mile of the Capitol. Well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> the reason the cops didn't shoot the January 6th protesters is because those were just the off-duty cops. Like, it's the same people. I mean, there was, um, I mean, again, if anybody is at all politically active, go to any politicking event that's in the streets, and you will see every single time the police line up to, quote-unquote, keep the peace between the protesters and counter-protesters, and they will always turn their backs to the right-wingers and their weapons towards the left side. Every time. I heard, talking, I heard you talking yeah. about that before on a podcast when you interviewed the cop. 
Yeah. And it happens every time. It happens every time. Every time I've gone out, it is always their backs are to the, are the fascists because they're the one and the same. They know nothing's going to happen to them there. And they are here to put down any kind of left resistance. How it is every time. Mm-hmm. You know, when I got when I when I got tear gassed and rubber bullets shot at into Hunga opposing a fascist rally, uh, again, the cops defended them. And there were guys who were waving guns around like there was literally armed Trumpsters. And the cops were turning their backs to them and facing us unarmed leftist protesters. And we got pepper sprayed and shot at not not sorry, not pepper sprayed tear gas. They launched tear gas canisters at us and shot us with rubber bullets. Because we were on the other side of the street saying genocide is wrong. That checks out. Yeah. And that's why uh, fuck all cops and ACAB and even your friends and family members who are cops can go get fucked. Uh, they are on the wrong side of the history at all turns. There, there is no such thing as a cop who does the right thing because they woke up that morning and decided to put that uniform on. And they can stop anytime they want. There's, there, there's so many people even on the left that say like, oh, well, we shouldn't be saying defund the police because that's going to dissuade people. I'm like, dude, fuck that. Defund the police is a middle ground ass position. Right? Like, <laughs> send them to the fucking moon is mine. Like, defunding is, again, it's like when people are like, well, you love Bernie. I was like, no, no, I'm willing to settle for Bernie. <laughs> right. He is the olive branch I will allow. That's Bernie's, what will. Bernie's a fucking centrist. Yeah. Like, someone like him is the thing that will stop me from wanting to armed revolutionize the country. Like, that's the olive branch I will take. Yeah, Joe Biden is right wing. He is. I mean, remember, he had that speech on the long road where he was like, defund the police. I say fund the police. And it's like, you listen to a Joe Biden speech, and I've said this before, too. This is an old hat. Like, listen to a Joe Biden speech and don't re- don't think about who it is. It sounds like a Republican speech every single time. He's like, fund the police. We need to, you know, help business. We need to grow the economy at all costs. And God bless our fucking troops. Every single speech of his. <laughs> yep. Does sound just like a standard Republican. Yeah. I mean, again, c- close your fucking eyes and just listen to Joe Biden speak and tell me it doesn't sound like George W. Bush or George Bush Sr. or Reagan. And I knew he was going to govern like this. I-, I didn't fucking vote for the guy. I wasn't going to. Uh, I couldn't. Dude, this guy helped write the three strikes law. This guy made it illegal for you to declare bankruptcy on student loan debt. This guy decided to take it upon himself to destroy the career and life of a woman for speaking out against sexual assault. Like he, what he did to Anita Hill is unconscionable. And again, he didn't even have to, he chose to, he was a Senator and he led the charge to fucking ruin her life. And that's not talked about nearly enough. No. No, it's not. Uh, Joe Biden is a piece of shit. He is he is a misogynist and he's a racist. You know, remember this guy who was opposed buses so that schools weren't turned into what were that word? Racial jungles. What was, what was his good buddy uh, Storm Thurmond? Yep, yeah, super good buddies with Strom Thurmond. You know, the guy who wanted to bring the South back and resurrect the Confederacy. Yeah, really cool dude. Yeah, those are Joe Biden's buddies. But he's but, changed. But that's, <laughs> But that's all liberals want. Liberals want happiness. Liberals want security. They want safety. They want normality. And that's why you see this push for Democrats is because Democrats, although everything will be terrible, at least it'll be the terrible, you know, and it won't change much. 
and it'll be slow and, and society slowly eroding and destroying everything about your life will come at a very slow snail's pace. So slow, if you don't pay attention, you might not even notice it all the time. Like, that's what they bring. That's what the DNC brings to the table is they bring Joe Biden oppression. Someone you can make memes about and pretend he's woke, pretend he's left, pretend he gives a shit about you. He doesn't. He stands for the same fucking corporate monopolistic imperial fucking masters that the GOP does. It's the same shit. The GOP and the DNC have the same masters. They apply, they they bow to the same banking interests, the same Wall Street interests, and the exact same private prison industry and war machines. The only difference is who they have to appeal to to get votes. And the Republicans simp for the uh, Christian nationalists and the Democrats uh, simp for the desperately scared and terrified liberal cowards who just want brunch back. Very well said, my friend. All right. So I've been monologuing. Dunk on some liberals for me, Jordan. Hit me. Hit me. Give me give me your best shit take on shit libs. They're just really fucking annoying, man. <laughs> I don't really know what else to say that we haven't we haven't covered much. Um, We're gonna put that on your gravestone <laughs> when you die. Here lies Jordan. He always felt the liberals were really fucking annoying, man. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the movie um, The Big Lebowski. That's just God, like a great your pick. opinion, man. Say what you want about fascism, at least it's an ethos. <laughs> I take it you're you're familiar with the film, right? I can damn near quote it. Yep. When he's talking to the sheriff in Malibu. And <laughs> he's over the cup. Fucking fascist. <laughs> yeah. Uh I, I don't know, man. I just I feel like there's just such a large segment of the country that just wants to continue the Clinton years so bad. Yeah. And that is what they want. Democrats want Clinton back. Like, Democrats look at Clinton like Republicans look at Reagan. Totally. I think that's going to be Obama, though. Like, I think Obama is going to be the next Clinton. It's going to be the next Democratic paragon ideal. The, the fucking stupid bullshit that people used to say back in the day that, that Clinton is the first black president. Oh, yeah, they used to say that all the time. Like, well, he's from the South, and he likes white women with a big booty. And, like, and it was just like, oh, my God. Like, I'm, I was I'm so surprised there wasn't just, like, watermelon jokes. It was like, the idea of that was so ridiculously dog-whistly racist. And, like, it's the same thing as the, and the right's doing that now with Elon Musk. You know, they kept congratulating us. Oh, look at this African-American buying a business. And it was like, and it was just there to make the pun. It's, it's always that same shit argument, you know? It exists just so you can be like, why are you opposed to African-Americans doing things? <laughs> Let's shit on Obama for a bit. I'm down to shit on Obama. You mean the guy who expanded the drone program and committed more assassinations than any president in U.S. history? Yeah, that guy. Or or do you mean the guy who committed more deportations than any president in U.S. history, beating both George W. Bush and Trump combined? And the one that gave us Trump. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Oh, and you mean the guy who campaigned on promising to close Guantanamo Bay, the illegal offshore torture prison that the United States kept, where we seriously still have hundreds of prisoners of war that we've never charged with a crime? Yep, that, that guy. Oh, or do you mean the guy who built the border detention facilities where he put kids in cages? Yep, we're talking about yeah. that guy, Obama. <laughs> just curious which shit lib you have a version of him yeah i'll dunk on obama all day long he is an absolute garbage person and remember in this last election 
when we had just the damn near unelectable Biden up there. He was the one who came out and said, fuck your purity politics. Just vote for Democrats, stupid bitches. Oh, yeah. And he's the one that made all the background calls to sabotage Bernie. Uh Uh-huh. Absolutely. I mean, it was such an obvious hit from the DNC uh, to take up. That's no reason Biden didn't even want to be president. He was retired and happy. They literally wheeled him out and forced him to run so they could be Bernie. So they're they're just a, such hypocrites in a lot of ways. But one of the one of the biggest ways that they're hypocrites is just, is just the fact that they're constantly saying that the Republicans, well, they they have to cheat to win. Well, so do the fucking Dems. They have to cheat out members of their own party. Mm-hmm. And it's an old story. They've been doing it since time immortal. I mean, they did that under the Roosevelt years uh, with Wallace. If anybody wants to look up, uh, look up, uh, look up the the Wallace campaign for the Democrats uh, in, in the 20s. He was a pro-socialist Democrat, uh, kind of a lot like Bernie. And he actually one of his big stances was, why the fuck are we in a Cold War with Russia? This is stupid. We were allies in the war. Why don't we just continue being allies? They can do their thing. We can do our thing. And let's just trade with each other and boost everyone's both both sides economy. And he was literally drowned out. He's a fucking communist. Kill him. Like it was just because the guy didn't want to go into a ridiculous protracted war with the other nuclear capable country on the planet. Yeah, I mean, nothing has really changed. Yeah, the Democrats love to call themselves anti-war, but they're not. And the second someone's actually anti-imperialism and anti-war, they they fucking nail them to a cross every time. They're they're anti-war when it's our allies. You know, and my favorite thing is like the Republicans will be crazy anti-Semitic all the time, right? They will, I mean, again, because they're fucking Nazis. I mean, these people march with tiki torches and say Jews will not replace us, right? Everything is dog whistled with global elitists when that's just another fucking dog whistle for Jews. And then the second, like, someone like uh, Ilian Omar comes out and says, hey, by the way, Israel is a dangerous apartheid state. And what they do is actually horrible. And they're committing a genocide. They're probably like, why do you hate Jews? <laughs> and the Democrats do nothing about it. Nope. They spread it, matter of fact. They perpetuate it. You just hate Jews. You just hate Israel. Yeah, and, and it may, and again, the, the, the weird relationship between the two makes no sense to me. Again, the Republican Party actually is anti-Semitic, and yet they will defend Israel to the death. I mean, obviously, it's a funding thing. But even like you have like Trump, he's like, oh, I'm moving the, I'm moving the consulate to Jerusalem, which was a huge slap in the face. And he hasn't changed that, right? Nope. Yeah. Remember, like, fucking uh, Biden came out and said he was going to roll back all these stupid bullshit measures that Trump did. He hasn't changed that one bit. So it's clearly okay with him. He's fucking diet Trump. He really is. I mean, is he even diet or is he just controlled? Is he just better at Twitter? Does he have better handlers and he actually listens to them? Yeah. I don't. All his all his statements that come out, I don't believe most of the time that he writes them. No, he's just he's just it's like it's almost like imagine Trump wasn't a total fucking moron. That's Joe Biden. Well, that's what I think DeSantis is. Uh, DeSantis is pretty fucking stupid too. Really? Uh, I think he's be- I, I think he's smarter than Trump, but I mean, yeah, the bar's the pretty bar, fucking low. Man. The bar's on the floor, man. Like that's not saying much. Like I don't actually think DeSantis is intelligent at all. Yeah, maybe I don't think he's intelligent, but I think he's at least a crafty politician. I think he is smart enough to listen to crafty politicians. 
you know, very George W. Bush, like an idiot, but smart enough to at least know that he should let them put his hand up or ass and move his mouth once in a while for him. <laughs> you know, but I mean, even DeSantis is pretty, I mean, he was election denying, and, you know, now he's going to oppose Trump, but like, let's not forget, he was kissing the fucking ring when Trump was in office. Oh, yeah. You know, that's the part that always fucking cracks me up is like, you know, he's going to come out and he's going to he's going to campaign on. Well, I, you know, I, I fought Trump and I am I'm fighting him. I oppose him, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, he literally supported everything he did. Yeah. And, and all Trump, the time. Trump's popularity has really gone away because his election denial bullshit that he keeps on continuing. If he would just back away from that. I think his popularity would go back up. And if we were talking about an election right now in November of 2022, I actually think that Trump would have a good chance of beating Biden. I actually don't. Um, Trump has Trump has, uh, has has fashed too close to the sun. That's the problem is, is. He was too hardcore and too stupid, and you can't be both of those things. You can be one or the other. You know, Bush succeeded by being stupid, but he wasn't that hardcore. He was milk toast. He was mild. Um, you know, he always said, "Hey, I'm a nice guy. I just don't know what I'm doing." Like he he had that 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 thing where even though he was a total fucking moron, he also wasn't out there going like, "Maybe we should, I don't know, kill all black people." Like he wasn't doing anything like that. You know. If somebody asked him what his favorite part of the Bible is, he'd actually be able to bust you out a quote, you know, like it was shit like that, where it's like when he the things he said he believed in, he actually did. And so there was an there was an article of genuineism about him. Genuineism. Is that a word? I don't know. There, there was a there was a genuine side to his rhetoric. And again, and he listened to his handlers. You know, you wouldn't ever catch George W. Bush going off script for too long because he'd derail right away and you could always see it happen you know he'd be out there and he'd be giving a a normal speech and then he would kind of start to ad lib and he'd be like and i just never understood how trains work but anyway the gdp of israel this year is you know it's like you could see him but he would snap back to the teleprompter you know and trump doesn't do that we saw this on his running speech where he just went up there and just just verbally shat all over the place for what, like forever. His, his speech was so long and boring and rambly that Fox news cut away from it because it was unfucking watchable. And that is Trump's downfall is he's actually too much of a fucking idiot to get out of his own way. He will listen to no one. He will never stay on a script. And that was cute in the beginning when he first ran. That was part of his appeal to those people was like, oh, look at this guy. He's off script. He's a fucking maverick. He's doing his own thing. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't listen to shit. And that's my fantasy for myself. I wish I wasn't a stupid little bitch who listened to everything people around me said. I want to be like that. That's great. And that was his appeal. But now it's old. Now it's just like, oh, you're just a fucking dumbass old man. Like Even the right wing is like, oh, this guy. Like. Every time he does anything, every Republican politician rolls their eyes. And he goes, oh, fuck, how do I spin this that I still like this piece of shit? Everyone fucking hates him. Even half the Republican voters fucking hate him now. So, no, Trump versus Biden, not going to happen. But I don't think Trump will make the primaries. Um, I think he'll get stomped by DeSantis. Um, and one of two things is going to happen. Um, either A, he's just going to take the L and go home and cry forever, in which case that's great. I just wish I could watch that. I would like pay pay-per-view money to watch Trump sit around and be really sad. Um, or he'll run third party, which would absolutely <laughs> tank 
the Republican Party, which would be great. <laughs> that, that would actually be kind of awesome. Yeah, he would either be sad and alone, or he'd be sad and alone after destroying the GOP. One of those is better than the other, but I'll take either one. But yeah, no, I don't believe for a second he could ever beat Biden. Not because of Bi- not because Biden's likable or Biden's good. Like the only thing that makes Biden electable is he's not Trump. And 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 the election in twenty twenty was actually relatively close. Yeah, and, and the thing is, they really fucked up because obviously the plan was to run Biden Harris. And then make everyone like Harris enough that they would run her in 2024. Because he came out and said, I'm only doing this one time. And I think it's because he doesn't want to be there anymore. He's fucking old and he's tired. Right. And she just wants to go home and hang out with his fucking dog. Just watch reruns of the Golden Girls. And Matlock. Yeah, that's what he wants to do. It's literally just grandpa who needs a nap is running the country. And he just wants to go back to his fucking nap. You know, he really is. He's a perfect Democrat. He's a perfect Democratic fucking... (laughs) symbol he just wants to be left alone he doesn't actually care because of that he's he's not going to win against DeSantis or anything like that but the problem is they never made Harris likable because she's not nope like she's the left doesn't she's very much the opposite yeah I mean again she's not likable she has no charisma whatsoever she's not like kind it's like at least like I'll give you this I don't like fucking Joe Biden but there is an appeal to him like wearing sunglasses and eating an ice cream cone and driving a convertible and telling Trump to shut up like there are things about Joe Biden and his personality yeah yeah, they can be like, okay, that's that's not so bad. Every once in a while, your racist old grandpa says something funny. Fine, Kamala Harris is just is just awful. She's just shitty all the time. She just sucks. She has no redeemable or likable qualities. She's working. She works really hard on just like showing her shoes off. Yeah, and that's it. She doesn't do anything. Like even even her fucking the people who are running her outreach suck. Like she just has no one. Like again, AOC. What does AOC have? She literally acts like a fucking Gen Zer, right? AOC is. I, I don't even think she is a Gen Zer. AOC is a millennial. Um, AOC is a millennial who acts like a Gen Zer, right? Like so when she does her fucking, uh, she's on TikTok. She's on fucking Insta stories. Like she's on Twitter. She makes Twitter videos where she literally puts the phone by her feet and eats a sandwich and talks to you. And that's a Gen Z fucking move. And she does it for a reason. That's calculated. She's not doing that because that's who she is. She's doing it because she was smart and she hired a bunch of fucking interns who know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they taught her how to fucking appeal to people. It was the same thing that Bush did. They were like, hey, you really need to talk about Jesus and how much you like drinking a cold six pack on your ranch. Republican voters love that shit. And they're telling AOC the same thing. Like, look, dude, you're never going to get the old Democrats. Your only chance here is to stick with younger Democrats. And younger Democrats want to see you eat in a fucking sandwich and casting something from your iPhone, not a professional camera. And that's what she does. And it's smart. It's really smart. But you don't see Kamala Harris doing anything like that. She is she is just Hillary Clinton 2.0 because of the same person. Yeah, and I'm I'm actually so glad that Hillary Clinton was not elected president. Oh, I, I, I call it when they were in the election. I was like, if Hillary is president, it's going to be worse than Trump. Because Trump is such an unhinged fucking dipshit that the Joint Chiefs of Staff won't let him do shit. They would absolutely let Hillary launch nukes. Oh, yeah. And we would have had another decade and a half, if not 20 years more, of neoliberal bullshit. I guarantee if Hillary Clinton had been president, we would currently be at war with Iran and Russia. I wouldn't be surprised at all. 
like hands down, we would be in an Iranian war. Yeah, I, I could very well see it. I find it interesting that the Iranian revolution is being televised so much and shown so much right when they are signing their economic trade deals for Belt and Road with China. Like they are joining the the Russian-Chinese uh, economic alliance. And we're not getting our hands on that oil. And all of a sudden, now America is all about getting rid of the Ayatollah. Yeah, funny how much you hear about the uh, Foxconn protests and the protests in Iran, but you don't hear shit on the mainstream media about all the unionizing efforts across the country in in the right? US. We're living in a beautiful golden age of reunionism, right? And I, I don't even say golden age because it hasn't actually happened yet, but the promise of a golden age. Again, like, what's going on at Starbucks is huge. Are you seeing it on any mainstream? Nope. You have to get onto fucking Insta. You have to get onto Snapchat. You have to get on a TikTok. Like, you will, or, and if you want to see it on a news network, it'd be, it's going to be like Young Turks or Vice, right? Yeah. Like, you are not going to see this on NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox. Like, nope, CNN, MSNBC, none of them. No one is going to talk about how fucking one by one the Starbucks stores are fucking unionizing. Yeah, absolutely. What we need is Amazon. Yeah, we need some fucking bigger companies too, like Amazon, like Target. Oh, did you catch did you catch Jeff Bezos making the, the statement that he's going to donate all of his money before he dies and then immediately lays off like 10,000 workers? <laughs> no, I didn't. Yes, he pre-softened the blow. He made some statements saying, I'm going to give away almost my entire, you know, $12 billion fortune before I die to charity. And everyone's like, oh, that's so sweet. And then, like, yesterday he laid off 10,000 workers. Was it you, Chris, that said on a recent episode that if Bezos could legally own slaves, that he would? Yes, and that was me, and I still stand by that. one okay. I, I, I agree with you. I think that's true. Yeah. But so would Musk. Well, okay, to be fair, Elon Musk does own slaves. Like Elon Musk and his family actually do own slaves in, yeah. in South Africa. Mm-hmm. But yes, oh, Bezos would absolutely uh, come to slavery. It actually blows me away that Amazon hasn't tapped into the prison labor market. That we know of. The, to be fair, yeah, it's true. They could be doing the flyers. They could be doing the t-shirts. They could be doing all kinds of stuff. Like, I just mean they're fulfillment centers. I'm actually surprised they're not building them in the South and doing convict leasing. I'm really surprised. Yeah, me too, actually. Convicts can't unionize. Nobody cares if they die. Like, it's a gold mine. I'm really surprised. Like, And Amazon is so entrenched in our society now that, like, there is no amount of bad press that will hurt them. Right. One of my one of my favorite movies of all time is Sorry to Bother You. And I think that that's loosely based on the direction of Amazon. Did you ever see that movie? I actually don't. I never saw that one. Okay. Um, I don't want to give too much away. And definitely, if you're listening out there, put it on your queue. Director is Boots Riley. He's this badass hip hop musician. Uh, Boots Riley's dope. Yeah, he, he produced it and directed it. Uh, basically, it's this um, it's like futuristic Oakland, and there's this this company that promises like guaranteed housing and lifetime employment, but it's just neo slavery. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of I mean, people... Amazon has talked about having like fucking um, company towns. Yeah, that that's essentially where they're going. Yeah, and then um. 
a bunch of just really fucked up shit happens related to um like late stage capitalism. That, that sounds legit. <laughs> I'd actually check that out, but that's where we're headed. It's been described. It's kind of trippy too. It's it's been described as get out on acid. All right. <laughs> I mean, don't look up. Right was kind of heralded as this. I mean, obviously it was about global warming. Don't look up is a documentary. Right, and the thing is, I find it so funny is everyone associates that with the GOP, and I was like, that's the DNC. Yeah. Like, the, the, the GOP would have come out and said, the asteroid's full of communist Jews. Like, no, the DNC is, don't look up. Go back to your brunch. Everything's going to be okay. Don't think about it. Like, that's a Democratic president in Don't Look Up. I know. <laughs> There's so many people that are, like, still convinced that liberals and Democrats are just so much better. They're going to be just, like, the, the healing force in society that everybody needs. The thing is, is, is both Republicans and Democrats need that fantasy. Like this dark branded thing of how Joe Biden is going to, he, Joe Biden's going to kill all the police officer and grind them up and make a communism machine. Like that sounds great. Um, I wish that were true. That would be dope. Fucking base to shit. Um, but the GOP needs that fantasy to be real to, to, to fundraise against. And the DNC needs that so that Democrats will make memes and almost kind of believe it and they'll vote for him. And both sides require that fantasy. And it, what we truly have is a fucking neolib. We're, we're every time we're just, we're just choosing between neolibs and fascists. Remember when he said he was going to be the, or remember when um, they said he was going to be the next FDR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, his his stimulus check bullshit is all the evidence you need that Joe Biden has no interest in spending a single goddamn dime. Taking people off oh. unemployment. Yeah. He, yeah. He's the one who kicked off the unemployment stuff. And I, I'm, I am, I am blown away that the COVID eviction moratorium still exists. All I can think is the only reason why is because once that ends, people will just burn down the house they're in. <laughs> like, you know, and we'd, we love private property. So anyway, yeah, if anybody if anybody's listening to this as we wrap up, like that is that that's why this is the problem with Democrats. This is the problem with libs. And this is why people like Jordan and I are not rejoicing is because we are just looking at a delay of the inevitable. And if you are not a privileged white male in America, that delay doesn't help you. And it's actually fundamentally harmful. Cops are still slaughtering people constantly and no one fucking cares. We're dumping all of our money that could be going to healthcare and education and fucking housing reform into Ukraine. This is what the Democrats do. Like, I'm not going to cheer that now children in Yemen get blown up by DNC bombs. This isn't good. And the only people it helps are people who are already in great positions of privilege. So fuck your Democratic Party. Fuck you, Democratic Party. Woke imperialism sucks. Corporate feminism sucks. And neoliberalism is bullshit. Yep. So, talk to your fucking coworkers and remember that. And start unionizing. Start talking about class consciousness. Start talking about what the police are doing. Do not be afraid to oppose imperialism, even if you see fucking Ukrainian and Israeli flags everywhere. Like, don't be afraid of what your neighbors think. Stick with your conscience. 
stick with what's right and remember that human lives are on the fucking line and you can actually be the difference in the world. It's not all doom and gloom. You can be the light in it. Read some fucking read some fucking good propaganda for once. Talk to your fucking neighbors. Talk to your coworkers. Just start talking to your fucking coworkers about how much your boss sucks. Start talking about your wage. Start comparing your paychecks. A woman of color, compare your paychecks to a white man in the same position. Start taking a peek at that. Remember to lie on your resume. They don't check it. Like, remember, you know, this quiet quitting bullshit? No, do not do work that you're not being paid for, ever. Pick up your zines. Take your PTO. Don't take shit from your boss. Yeah, and 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 go give blankets to unhoused people, and join and go volunteer at a food bank or a soup kitchen. And there's a million things you can do to make the world a little bit brighter. And it has nothing to do with fucking voting. Fuck the DNC. Voting blue does not do anything. You have the ability in your own hands for free to make the world around you a better place. And start finding like-minded people like you and get together. Join collectives. Do it all. It's all online. You can do anything you want from from activist stuff like joining John Brown gun clubs um, or, or socialist rifle associations or, again, volunteer to go feed unhoused people. There's a million things you can do to make the world better. Go ahead and do it. Jordan, thank you for being here. I love you to pieces. And uh, we'll have you on as always. And I'm sure people will hear us on the 805 too. Thank you. Love you guys. And, uh, and remember to take care of yourselves and take care of each other. You know, the revolution is you. 